Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially independent. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and start to live the life they truly desire. Get ready to be uncomfortable. It's not easy to unpack our thoughts and behaviors, but we will learn so much about ourselves in the process. I'm super excited for you to join me on this journey. Let's do this. Hi, you guys. Welcome to today's episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So a few weeks ago, I did an episode on managing financial stress, and I wanted to do a follow-up episode to that, specifically on the concept of overwhelm. Honestly, and this is a little self-serving, I want to do this because I've been struggling a lot with being overwhelmed lately, and I wanted to learn more about it. I'm a highly sensitive person, and I find self-compassion extremely challenging, and the more I learn about myself, I'm discovering that so much of the overwhelm and intense anxiety that I'm feeling is self-inflicted. Yes, I do have a lot on my plate, and where I feel the overwhelm the most is at work and with kids, and specifically when I'm dealing with a situation where I've never done that before, which most often happens in those situations, right, at work and with kids. I always remember when my kids were babies and people used to tell me that they don't come with instruction manuals. And that was always so triggering for me when I would hear that because I wanted them so badly to come with instruction manuals. I hate, hate, hate the feeling of not knowing what I'm doing. So in those situations, I may try to bumble my way through whatever I'm doing very unsuccessfully, right? But ultimately, I have to ask for help. But the thing is, is asking for help most of the time just increases my overwhelm because everyone processes things differently. What might be hard for one person just isn't for somebody else. So now, not only am I overwhelmed with the task at hand, which is just an awful feeling to begin with, right? That being overwhelmed. But I've also gotten myself into this shame cycle that I should just already know what I'm doing because this other person does, right? But I don't, so there must be something wrong with me. And what I'm not telling myself is that that other person just didn't naturally know what they were doing either. But of course, you know, in those moments when you're, it's feeling really intense, you can't recognize that. So even just talking this out right now, it's funny. It's overwhelming me a little bit. Um, what I didn't realize until recently was that the missing component in this dynamic with myself is compassion. I'm going to go into a deeper dive into compassion in another episode because there's so much to talk about there, but I really want to give you guys the picture um, of what the overwhelm cycle looks like for me because I think that's really important to healing. So what is overwhelm and how is it different than general stress? I feel like overwhelm is a word that we hear a lot these days. Our pace of life is so demanding as is. Then you throw on work, kids, marriage, and a pandemic, and of course it's going to feel really heavy. Like it's almost too much for one person to handle. Google tells me that overwhelm is an emotional state in which you are struggling to cope with or deal with your current situation. Um, It's often characterized by feelings of being buried, inundated, swamped, overpowered, and defeated. These feelings are usually accompanied by issues of volume, like there's just too much going on for one person to handle, 
or there aren't enough hours in the day. That's a big one. I think I've said that phrase out loud every day in the last week. But um, being overwhelmed is a deep emotional response to the countless recurring thoughts that we have in our heads. Factors that can lead to overwhelm include multiple significant life issues, challenges, or transitions that occur in rapid order. Also, and I find this one really interesting, um, lack of coping resources like support from friends or family, um, lack of rewarding involvements outside of work life, lack of appropriate self-care or stress management skills, or sometimes even a lack of a sense of meaning or purpose in your life. Common causes include um, underlying health conditions, issues in relationships, demanding jobs, money, life transitions like buying a house, having a baby, caring for a family member, death, um, insufficient time to complete tasks or rest, sleep deprivation, or poor diet. The thing I find really interesting about this is people don't often realize the amount of stress that they're going through until like all of a sudden it just hits you smack in the face. Like we silently handle so much and then all of a sudden like it's a, a flip switches and a switch flips, excuse me, and it becomes too much. And I think as women, we're really good at that. There's not a lot of information out there on the link between stress and overwhelm. And I think that's because it's more personal and everyone has their own experiences and relationship with these concepts. So like it's not really cut and dry. There's no definitions out there. I think, I think of stress as the everyday things that we have to manage to get through the day. So what's involved when we're trying to solve the puzzle of competing demands and limited resources? I think of overwhelm as managing all of that everyday stuff on top of what I just mentioned, like lots of life issues occurring at once combined with lack of ways to manage. So it's like stress on steroids. And this has been where I've lived for the better part of the last three years. My youngest son just turned three a week ago and I started thinking a lot about all that's gone on in our lives since then. We had a baby, we had construction on our house. Um, we've dealt with death, physical trauma, family health issues, job loss, job change, and a pandemic. And I think despite trying to stay positive through it all, I didn't have the right resources to cope and work through it. So it manifested for me into overwhelm. And I had a few major symptoms like crying a lot um, having a really hard time focusing on things, which has never been something that I've had issues with before. And like, honestly feeling literal anger and resentment towards people who weren't going through the same things. Living in this state for so long, I know cannot be healthy. Um, which is why I wanted to do a little more work researching it and really communicating it out there and trying to move through it myself. Dealing with money, as I mentioned before, is a huge cause of overwhelm, especially for women, because we were socialized to believe from a young age that money is not for us and that we're bad at managing it. I mean, it wasn't until 1974 that a woman could get a bank account without a man co-signer. So of course we feel embarrassed about it, shame, we feel anxious, like all this stuff. Yet it's another story that we've been telling ourselves for years that we learned through culture. And it's become dangerous because not only is it keeping us small, but it's severely affecting our mental health in ways that I don't think we even understand. So how do we calm down from this intense state of overwhelm? What are some tips we can implement to manage it once we get to that place? The first is acknowledge and identify the thoughts. Um, 
despite the fact that we try to do this all the time, repressing the thought usually doesn't work. Instead, I think it's important to try to notice the thoughts without judgment and acknowledge that you're having an anxious thought. So for example, I'll take my own anxiety around money. I'm like, oh my God, I'm totally overwhelmed with money right now. Our expenses are crazy with daycare and mortgage and everything that we have to pay for. And we have more expenses than we have money coming in, or at least it feels like it. Okay, so I'm going to acknowledge that this feeling of overwhelm is a symptom of anxiety and that yes, I'm dealing with a lot right now. I'm going through some of those multiple um, life changes that I talked about earlier, job changes, kids, pandemic, etc. What I've learned is that anxious thoughts are one of the ways our bodies communicate with us when it thinks there's a threat. So when we try to understand and identify what threat triggered that feeling, it helps. The threat is the immediate cause of the intense emotion or the trigger as I like to think of it. So in this instance, um, this just happened literally yesterday, um, the threat is getting the bill that, you know, that extra $400 water and sewer bill that I wasn't expecting. Um, Checking the bank account balance and realizing that, oh, I have a little less in there than I thought I did. The threat is different from the underlying fear though. The fear is, um, in my situation, it's really very primitive. It's that we won't have enough to provide for ourselves and our family. So I think breaking out the threat and the fear and recognizing and acknowledging everything that's going on here is really important. And that has to be the first step in this process. Next um, is to respond to the threat in a different way and to replace the thoughts. So when the threat is gone, the overwhelming feeling tends to go away or at least subside. This is where you need to reassure yourself that you're safe from the threat and do something comforting that makes you feel better. Like for me, I don't know, I'll go for a run or go hug my kids or put something stupid on TV. Even just like listening to music sometimes helps me kind of calm down from that really intense state. Then we need to replace the fear-based thought with a more positive and realistic one. Like, you know, instead of, um, what did I just say? Like, instead of, you know, that we're not going to have enough to provide for everybody, I'll say, okay, I'm learning every day. We're going to be okay. Um, I wasn't just naturally, I don't just naturally know how to do this. I wasn't taught this, um, but I'm learning and I'm growing and we're going to be okay. But like, the thing is, is say it without judgment too. This was the hardest thing for me. And it still is, um, I used to think of all this positive thinking like as just stupid, to be honest, and, and I questioned if it even worked. But because the overwhelmings have come on so hard lately, I kind of have no choice if I'm going to work from the ground up to heal it. Um, so I think really the big thing here is cutting ourselves a little slack with the way that we talk to ourselves. And that kind of ties into the last point that I have here. And that's to understand that we can't change our circumstances, but we can choose how we react to them. This again was huge for me. I think so many of us, and you know, again, myself included here, by default, we have this victim mentality that others should feel bad for us and that we should feel bad for ourselves because we're in the situation that we're in. We like to blame something, like our circumstances, because that helps us compartmentalize the things that happen. It's almost like our brain tries to find reasons for the things that are happening, and 
that's all in an effort to keep us safe. So we kind of, we shove it all into one box without really considering that there's many other considerations or, or ways to think about it as well. Um, you know, and a lot of times we fall into this like thought processes of like, oh, if only things were different, then we wouldn't be so overwhelmed or stressed out, right? So I think it's all a matter of mindset. The only environment that we have control of is our internal one. So the way we interpret situations is the only control that we have over the situation. But the truth is the way in which we react to everything that happens around us determines the quality of our lives. The more we go into a negative spiral, the more overwhelmed we feel, but it doesn't have to be that way. We have the choice and that's really empowering. I think the most important aspect in managing overwhelm is self-compassion, like I started to talk about before. This again seems so counterintuitive. When we're overwhelmed, it feels like the hardest thing in the world to be kind to ourselves. And for someone who wasn't taught to be kind to herself, it doesn't come naturally. But I think that when we do this, it gives us the ability to recognize a common humanity. Like we're all in this together. We're not alone. And it gives us the emotional intelligence to effectively deal with the stresses of being human because that's normal, right? It's all part of being a human, living this human experience. So it only makes sense why we need to focus on being kind to ourselves. This, as I'm learning, is the definition of self-care. And we owe it to ourselves, and you know, not only to ourselves, but to the fellow women out there and the next generation that we're raising, if we want to break the cycle of staying small. Okay, you guys, thanks so much for listening. If anything in this episode resonates with you or someone you know, please feel free to share it with a friend. And um, please feel free to reach out to me, DM me on Instagram if you, um, if you want to chat or connect. Um, Thanks so much, you guys. I'll talk to you soon.